Have you ever ended up doing something because it was kind of like a passion-led thing? I really enjoyed this interview I'm about to share with you, not only because we ourselves are working and growing and expanding our urban homestead now, instead of feeling like we have to continue to wait until we have the land that we want to, but because of the reasons that Cody created this curriculum and the choices that they made, I could really relate to. And then the determination and perseverance that she talks about and displays, I really believe are key in creating a long-term profitable business. There are several golden nuggets throughout. So I think this interview is going to be one that you want to make sure to listen to closely. Cody Hanner is a homesteader and homeschool mom of six. As a family, they run their homestead and small scale pig farm. She decided that she wanted to teach her kids more about homesteading. And that's how the idea of homestead science was born. This is the Your Money, Your Life podcast, where ambitious women come together to have clarity, prosperity, and confidence with their money without sacrificing precious time and well-deserved fun. Welcome to the Your Money, Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Amy Sorka. After my husband and I faced three major financial roadblocks in the last six years, I felt like I wasn't doing all that I could and I had let my family down. It always felt like life was a struggle, like I had to work harder than everyone else. It just came easy to them and I didn't feel worthy of success. Until a coach helped me see the successes in our experiences instead of our failures. This allowed me to create and implement systems to grow our net worth by 200,000 plus while spending time with my loved ones and on my priorities. Now I help motivated women create the happiness, family life, financial security, and long-term wealth they deserve. If you're ready to eliminate stress, struggle, frustration, and guilt within your finances, you're in the right place. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Cody, welcome to the Money Magnifier Toolkit. And then of course, the Your Money, Your Life podcast. I'm so happy to have you here and looking forward to this conversation together. Well, hi, Amy. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So what the name of the show is Your Money, Your Life. So what does Your Money, Your Life mean to you? Well, I had to think about this one for a minute, but as a homesteader and homeschooler, much of what I do is against the grain. So after years of allowing myself to be a victim to other people's opinions, I now proudly pursue pursue my financial endeavors that my husband and I see fit for our family. And I do it with confidence. I love that. And I'll have to say, like, I'm really excited for this conversation because I guess I'm like a budding urban homesteader. I really didn't feel like it was possible with as small as land of we have right now. And our goal is to buy land, but this is our second third year gardening. And I'm just, I'm really excited for this conversation because of that. Like my people here, you're speaking my language. Like this is going to be awesome. I love it. Um, it's great. <laughs> so how did you get started and like really homesteading? I know we're going to talk a little bit about like the curriculum that you've created on the homeschool side, but why did y'all want to start homesteading? Is this, how did that all happen? 
Well, I actually feel like an outlier because everybody that has these great stories about how they were city kids turned complete homesteaders. And I guess I'm a fraud because I grew up on a cattle ranch. So I've been doing this all along. I was an ag major. I worked in agriculture for several years before my husband and I decided he's a disabled vet. So he's home all the time. And we wanted to find a way for me to be home all the time as well. So we decided to become more self-sufficient. We moved to North Idaho. We bought a 40 acre ranch and we've just gone up from there. That's awesome. I love it. And I'm in Texas in the Fort Worth area, you know, the stereotypical like cattle and all of that. And like, (laughs) I had the aspirations, like took ag classes. I used to want to be a veterinarian. Um, and then I developed an aversion to blood. So that wasn't really going to work quite well, (laughs) No, but I was always looking on like with the, like, this is what I've always wanted to do. And we finally feel like we're going to be able to make it happen. So, um, obviously that's kind of how you knew that it would be a fit for your family, but I'd love to hear about like the developing the curriculum side of things, because you have a homestead science curriculum now. Is that right? Yes. So when I started homeschooling my kids, I was so excited to start teaching them all the things that I'd learned. And I was like, I am going to base all of our science on agriculture. I mean, this is life and this is awesome. And I started, I'd never homeschooled before. So I started digging around online to find these curriculums that I was looking for. And there was nothing like crickets. I mean, I found a couple of like FFA advanced high school type curriculums and 4-H has some curriculums that are great, but they're more set up for like a group setting. So I started putting it together myself and writing it myself, like one piece at a time. And I was just... I had this blog because I was trying to like make positives out of some home cooking things we had to do for some health stuff. And I was like, I need to find my voice in this really loud arena. Every there's a homestead blogger on every corner. What makes me different? And I was listening to this homestead podcast and they were talking about how this gal just really made it big designing stamps for her wedding. And I don't know why, but that just clicked for me. Like, ta-da, I need to write a homeschool curriculum. I don't know how stamps and homeschool curriculum worked, but that's what made it click for me. (laughs) So uh, I went home and I, you know, nervously told my husband because he isn't always on board with all my crazy ideas. And he loved it. He said, let's do it. So I pretty much just shut everything down for three weeks and wrote this homeschool curriculum from start to finish. Wow. That's really impressive because like I'm a finance coach, a money coach, and there are a couple, there's one main homeschool, like financial curriculum that comes to mind, but it is definitely polar opposites of the way that I approach finances and everything like this. And I've had on my list to create a homeschool financial curriculum for a while. And actually later this year, I'm going to open up like a waiting list because it was like, we have to get this figured out. So the fact that you sat there and did it in three weeks is pretty impressive. (laughs) So uh, kudos on that. And Cody has six kids as well. We, this isn't like just a couple kids running around. (laughs) She's got her hands full also. Just a little bit. bit, Yeah. (laughs) So what were like the initial costs, like getting started writing that curriculum and then I guess hosting it, having it out there, putting it out there, marketing, all of that. Um, if somebody has this desire to create their own curriculum and I guess I'm going to be taking notes too now. 
Right. I, I love that. I actually was just talking to a friend yesterday who's considering one writing a curriculum herself. And I started putting together like maybe a how to write a curriculum plan. So we'll there see where go. that goes. Uh, because I feel like a lot of people just think that if they're not teachers, that they don't have something to offer and that's not the truth. So, uh, as far as startups, there was hardly anything. I mean, I already had my website going, but you know, there was hosting costs with that, but of course, you know, WordPress was free. There was a couple of small, um, plugins that I got for WooCommerce. I mean, I think total, I was looking at a couple hundred dollars, um, from there, I just sat down and started writing. I mean, I, oh, I used Canva. Canva makes it so wonderful. I mean, I'm not a graphic designer. So to be able to have a really professional looking product and I didn't want someone else to do it because there's so many things with science that you need the photo to show certain aspects that somebody else who this isn't their niche wouldn't understand what I need. So I did that all myself and Canva, you know, I mean, that's cheap. It's $12 a month or you can even do it for free. Um, and then I had this big plan of, I was going to release my digital and use all the cash flow of my digital to start having it printed. And after a month, I hadn't sold a single one. And I'd been advertising that, yay, my print copies are coming out in a month, like pre-order and stuff. And I had a glitch on my website and nobody bothered to like tell me that they'd been trying to order and they couldn't order. <laughs> so if you ever go to someone's startup website and it doesn't work, let them know because they may not know. Yes. And not even startup. <laughs> like I had a glitch not that long ago and somebody was like, Hey, this happened. And it was like, Oh my gosh, thank you for telling me. Right. Cause I was so disappointed and thought like nobody loved my product. And yeah, that was a huge bummer, but I, I had a set date already. So, I mean, I put a new printer and some printing supplies and my shipping supplies all on a credit card and was able to kind of relaunch both a month later. And they just, I mean, they flew out of here and I was printing them all myself. And I mean, this is a 250 page curriculum. I was printing in my office with my kids all night long. It was insane. So um, luckily I've sold enough where I've been able to save up enough and have it professionally printed through a self-publishing company. Awesome. What does the cost look like on that to get to the point in using a self-publishing company? Because I'm betting it's not as far out there as a lot of people would think. It's really not. Uh, when I first started looking, I found a local publisher and, or a local self-publisher. And I thought, oh, this is so great. I'm going to use them. And the prices were just in a place where I couldn't afford. So I started printing at home and it worked out to about $10 a book to print. And I was really excited about those numbers. And I, I mean, they, you'd ask me, well, I was really excited about those numbers. And I, if I had hindsight at this point, I probably would have went ahead and paid a little bit more because I wasted a lot of money with like mistakes printing at home and the just amount of hours that I had to spend sitting there babysitting my two printers running for hours straight. And um, so I think I could have kept my prices the same as they are now, but just ordered a smaller amount and just had a, like smaller margins and then eventually would have been able to order larger margins or larger pro amount of products that gave me a larger margin. <clears throat> so I think I print at about 
$11 a piece right now for a 250 page full color curriculum. So, I mean, it really, I ordered 250, you know, it cost me in about the 3000 range. Right. But for a startup company, that's really not that bad. And for somebody who mine is a kit. So like I, it comes to the house and then I add other stuff to it and ship it back out for other people that wouldn't have a whole kit for that. You there's, um, print on demand companies out there where they print it, they get the money and they give you the difference. And so, I mean, I think that could really be a great option for a lot of people that don't have kits that go with it. There's also a lot of options where if you're just going to stick with digital, I mean, there's teachers pay teachers, they're selling on your website, there's Etsy. And I mean, I even sell my print copies on Etsy. So there's a lot of options. I like that. Now, um, I guess teacher paid teachers does, do they have the option to, for you to purchase the physical as well? Or is that just the digital copy? Just the digital. Just the digital. Okay. Now for the homeschool curriculum, I didn't even ask what like age range is this done? Like family style? Is there so, variety or versions? The one I have right now is it's for about preschool through third or fourth grade, depending on your child. I mean, a fourth grader who's grown up on a farm would probably be a little thinking it's too below them. Um, the, for the preschool version, I have just a alpha, uh, it's called the Homestead Alphabet and it's got coloring pages and it's got facts about each letter and then a whole list, 26 homestead activities. Um, this, that one actually comes with the main text. So you can have an option if you have like a three-year-old that wants to do it with your older kids. Uh, all the activities could be family style. And then I'm actually writing the middle school and high school versions right now. The middle school version, fingers crossed, will be out in about a month to six weeks from when this is being recorded. That's exciting. I'm trying to think now if I can convince mine that like this is something that we should do. Right. Add into our science curriculum. You know what? It could be a science. It could be a life skill. It could be a social skill. Uh, I cover um, community attributes with it and family settings and things like that. So I, that's why I actually, it originally wasn't called homestead science. It was like build your own homestead, little learners. And I realized that it's a science. Like, I just didn't think of it that way when I first started writing it. And as I've been marketing it and talking to people, it's 100% a science. Science is so much more like the way that everything has, I mean, like cooking is science and they're all life skills oh, yeah. all at the same time. So it, we are definitely a science household. They're dinosaur, <laughs> paleontology, all the animals, all the Fun. things. So I'm thinking this would be up there, Allie. Um, what is the day-to-day -day look like for you now? Um, I mean, obviously you're working on the middle school version and the high school version, but other than that, what does like day-to-day -day look like now that the curriculum's published? So, I mean, when I'm writing, it's, it's all the time. I mean, I squeeze in every minute and because I'm a crazy person that has six kids, a farm, a side business, and I'm a realtor. 
Um, a lot of times my writing is jotting things down on my phone while writing in the car with my husband, going to showings or something. I'm like, you have to drive me because I have to keep working. <laughs> but once everything's printed, like we call it the hurry up and wait time. Mm-hmm. And once everything goes out, my day is only maybe two to three hours working on my side business. And I mean, that shipping, advertising, social media, writing my blogs, recording my podcast, those types of things. More so it's a pretty, yeah. Marketing ongoing stuff. And yes, mm-hmm. I'm totally the one that's like voice clipping to myself. <laughs> while I'm driving down the road. Like this was a really good idea. And then later I'm like, what the heck did I say? Because it didn't turn out ex- at all. Like what I well, said. And we live in a really rural area where there is no cell service once you leave your house and 90% of our roads are dirt. So I, yeah, I'm recording things as I'm driving down some crazy back road and (laughs) it's fun and day in the life. Right. Um, so (laughs) ongoing costs uh, we talked about the shipping website, some of Mm -hmm. those things. Um, I think Etsy that they just take a fee off of like purchases, right? There wasn't like an upfront cost to set up the Etsy shop, was there? There's not an upfront cost. I do pay for the additional advertising. Oh, okay, cool. So sometimes if I only sell a couple there a month, I don't have a lot of profit, but I think it's a really great advertising tool because it pops up on Google. Yep, and Google is everybody's friend because when you're Googling, that's when people are interested. Uh Uh-huh. So as far as my other ongoing costs, it's just my softwares really at this point, my shipping costs, you know, of course, when I have to order new books or something, but I was worried when I first started my startup that I wouldn't have enough money to cover all the softwares that I was paying for on a monthly basis. So I worked out a deal with my broker at the real estate office that I would do all of the marketing and social media for the office and make a little bit of side money that actually covers all of my software now and some of my advertising for the other company. I like that you're leveraging the skills already and using make, them because make, make make my business work for itself. So yes, and it I was the same way. I probably like I built my own website. I've done like a lot of those things. I have a lot of that techie knowledge, and it's like okay, yeah, you can go do that too. You can go do that too, and those skills can definitely be monetized. So um, yeah, I love that you did that. That was another really good nugget. People, if you're listening, (laughs) make sure you're paying attention. Um, are there any personality traits that you feel, um, would be helpful to successfully like write and publish your own curriculum or ones that you'd be like, "Mm, maybe you should figure out something else. Well, I mean, if you have a skill, find a way to teach somebody. I mean, I don't think it's a hard black and white on that one, but my husband and I were actually having a conversation about this last night. And, um, you know, I'm pretty self-organized and disciplined and I I keep everything together really nice. So that helps. I I keep my own timelines. My husband, who isn't as type A as me, sometimes has a hard time understanding, like, why do you have to meet that timeline? It's your business. You're your own boss. And I was like, well, I have my reasons. And then he had actually heard something, I think on the radio about you would show up for your boss. Why don't you show up for yourself? And he kind of came home and was like, okay, I get it now. (laughs) So I think that, I think anybody can do it. You just have to have some discipline. Yes. Discipline and willpower. I completely Mm -hmm. agree with that, that it takes 
that determination to kind of make it work. Cause like we talked about, there's going to be hiccups. There's going to be stuff that comes up and you have to keep going and you have to actually get the work done like to start with. This series is geared around increasing our income. So if someone is watching and they're interested in creating their own curriculum, do you have any suggestions on either things that you love or things that work well for quick cash infusions in your business? And then I don't know, maybe we didn't even talk about if you pre-marketed the course any before it officially went live, even though there was the tech issues, but mm-hmm. So I did do some pre-marketing. Um, I started talking about it about six weeks before my first launch. Um, had a lot of really excited people. So that's why I was bummed when nobody bought it. <laughs> um, and I'm pre-marketing the uh, middle school one right now, along with my book, like actually on the back of the grammar school book says middle school coming in 2022. So whether they buy it now or later in the year, they'll know that that's available. So I'm kind of constantly marketing that. Um, as far as the quick cash infusions, um, I had mentioned before that if you sell on my, your site, Etsy teachers pay teachers, you can sell a digital for, I mean, almost no overhead. I mean, I think they, um, your website setups, and then I think they just take a small percentage out of each, uh, to cover the credit card costs. So that definitely gets money in right away. Uh, Once I got my print books, you know, you're having to market online. I immediately started going to uh, like trade shows and I mean, even local craft shows, because I mean, with home setting, that's definitely a craft thing. But I mean, even the homeschool concept completely is kind of a crafty type group of people. Uh, This year, I just got accepted as a vendor at the Home Setters of America conference. Oh, cool which we go to every year anyways. So the money's already saved for the trip. So I just have to bring some curriculum with me this time and can actually, you know, maybe get my trip paid for. Yeah. Become a write-off there too. Right. Um. (laughs) Now I know that you have a free gift for our listeners. So with Uh, Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you're going to share? Well, I would like to offer everybody 10% off of any of the purchases off my site for the rest of the year. So that as the middle school and high school versions are released, you have the availability to get a discount on those as well. Um, Also, if you go to my site, there's freebies on all different parts of the curriculum so that you can see if it is a right fit for your family. Awesome. And I will make sure all the links are included below discount codes, et cetera, so that you're all set up. So make sure to check that out. And then where can our listeners connect with you online? Okay. Well, I, you can find me at my website, of course, homemaderevelation.com. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram at Homemade Revelation. And then there's always my podcast, The Homestead Education. Awesome. And again, we'll have all those links below. So make sure to connect with Cody, reach out, check out that homeschool homeschool curriculum, because I know that I will. And we'll see you next time. Bye for now, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Your Money, Your Life podcast. 
Wondering what's next? When you're ready, there are different levels of support that you can use on the path to creating unstoppable finances and your unstoppable life. After all, your finances are unique and your support should be too. Ultimately, we'll create a customized plan to ditch financial struggle for good that works for you, your goals, your priorities, your life. Go to workwithamy.com to get started with one of our most popular programs, or you can book a Q&A call with me and we'll figure out what your next step should be. If you love today's episode, make sure to subscribe wherever you like to listen to podcasts. That way you'll receive new episodes right when they are released. Then leave a rating and review. It helps amazing people just like you find the show faster.